Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Multiversal News. Yes, we're back on the air with an exciting new fall lineup that I'm, I'm quite proud of, and I've got a bunch of really great guests coming on. And, of course, the most important guest would be Paul and Trin from Route 13. Uh, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? We're doing all right. Um, uh, this is a, a short film that's set in a hotel. It's, it's the... Uh, it's the is the entire movie shot in one room, or do you go to different places? Two rooms. Two rooms. Two rooms. Was <laughs> <laughs> that two rooms off camera? Um, okay. yeah, yeah. Look, um, you need to talk to Trin because she actually has to yes, get Trin out of here. Yes, Trin has to get out of here. So, <laughs> so ask her questions. Let me ask some some basic Trin questions. What character okay. do you play on this movie? I play a character named Jen, but Jen. Uh, she's primarily primarily known as Becky. Becky. In the short. Oh, why is that? Because she is a policewoman. Oh, she's got an <coughs> assumed identity. And she is part of a prostitution sting. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Did you, did you say prostitution ring? Sting. Oh. Prostitution well, sting. It's run by the police, so it yep. could be either. Does she go undercover? <laughs> she does go undercover. So in this film, I will be dressed like a hooker. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that makes the film exciting. A classy one. A classy one. A high-priced one. hooker. A high-priced one. High-priced hooker. How much high-priced? Are we talking uh, five thousand or five hundred? Well, we haven't worked all that out yet. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. No, that's that's good. I just think life ain't Do you have a, a a John you're working with, or another cop posing as a John, or or? Well, I guess that's probably asking. Too many important questions. Yeah, you have to you have to watch the film. I have yeah. to, well, of course I'm going to watch the film. I'm just trying to like you can't give away too much. Spice it up a little bit. Okay, okay. I don't want to give away too much. Now, from what I understand, there's a chance meeting of people who or ordinarily would never meet or associate with each other during the film. Um, how does that affect your character? Uh, does this uh, uh, ruin this? Does this make this the the busting uh, the uh, prostitution ring more difficult or? Uh, does it just make it more interesting in some other way? Um, I would say it makes it more interesting in some other way in that the kind of the main part of the story is these two people who wouldn't ordinarily be interacting with each other who are, she's drawn into the story that um, this potential John is telling her. Oh, okay. So the and John she finds herself kind of making a really human connection with him because okay. of being drawn into that. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. So she, uh, well, you know, normally hookers are not supposed to get involved with their johns, and especially cops well, posing she's a cop, hookers. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wouldn't want to get involved because that would uh, cause create potential problems for the work they're trying to do, which is to bust a prostitution ring. And part of, and well, it's a prostitution sting. 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 Not a ring. sting. It's not a ring. A sting on a ring, though, right? No, no <laughs> just no. a sting. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just you're just trying to bust Johns. Then. Yes. Yep. Oh, so, uh, so all right. Well, now that sounds interesting. So, uh, so at the f is this at the first part of the film that you're starting to interact with the John, deciding to, to bust him or not bust him, or to listen to a story or not listen? Yeah, and that's that's kind of the the choice the character has to make, and you'll get oh. to watch her make that choice. Yeah, I whether see, or so not she pursues him and nails him down, or decides to listen to what he has to say. And because uh, he he might be able to. Does this uh, lead to a further crime that she might be investigating or something? Or You have to watch the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's that, that teases me right there because that makes me oh. think that, yeah, there might be something more to this. 
might be other crimes involved. Okay, well, that's really interesting. It's uh, more of a human story than it is about uh, substantial crime. Okay, it's, it's more of a human story than It's about people connecting and, and making connections with each other. Getting along with each other. Yeah. Okay. How many uh, parts are there in this movie, Paul? How many uh, 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 speaking roles do you have? Five. Five? Five. Okay, so... Five. Well, it's a short film. You can't have too many ki- people in the, in the film. So uh, we've got you and, and four other people. So that means that, John, do you have a partner in the film, or are you working by yourself? Um, or, or why don't you ask, ask Trin about her? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trin, how many films yes, have Paul. you made this year? <laughs> yeah, let, Trin, how many films have I made this s- year? Since you have to go, <laughs> let me just jump right into it. Yeah, how, mu- how much work have you been doing this year uh, besides this film? What else have you been doing? Um, I just wrapped a feature film called A Bad Summer for Tomatoes. A Bad Summer for Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. is. Is this a sharecropper? Were they story? yellow or red or green? Red. <laughs> is, this, is this a farmer story or is this a it's actually more really commercial it's, story? It's um, it's in some ways a little bit of a fairy tale. Okay. It's about these two kids who are being raised by their single father, uh, single epileptic father. Oh, okay. And he tells them stories about their mother, um, that she's the queen of the underworld. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. At evil underworld. No, regular underworld. Where they throw tomatoes at people? No, not okay. at all. I didn't know there was a regular underworld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the underworld more in the classic Greek mythology. Where where it's oh, you mean yeah. like Orpheus? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah. the, does uh, the epileptic father go down to hell to bring his wife back? Or is that what the kids do? Or well, you'll, have to, you'll have to watch that film, too. I guess I'm going to have to. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always asking for the surprise ending when I shouldn't be. Uh, All right, well, besides, uh, you, so you've done about four or five films this year? Um, I've probably done about maybe more like ten. How do you prepare as an actor? What, what do you do? What the, what's the first thing you do as an actor do, after you're reading the script? What do you start to think about? As memorizing the script. the script. Okay, well, be, well okay. <laughs> besides, besides the road... You mean stuff, actors can memorize? Yes, oh, they yeah. can. How, how do you... How do you approach playing the character? I mean, what do you do to yourself internally to uh, prepare yourself as an actor? It's different for every character. There are yeah. some characters to me that, and some stories that just make sense. And I, I don't really have to think about how I want to do it. It's ju- yeah. It just kind of comes naturally. How much of your own personality is going to come out in, in Room 13 and as the prostitution-tuted cop? <laughs> That's why I said yeah. <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? Now. What are you talking about, Greg? She is a prostitute cop. She was cast for the part perfectly. <laughs> it's true. She's on the on payroll. We're all. Any experience as a police officer or in no. any kind of police work whatsoever? And actually, that's something that I'm I'm wanting to do with this particular. Piece. You want to be a police officer? N- is to uh, do more research on it and oh, I meet see. with actual police officers, especially ones who who, who poses yeah, prostitutes. Who work by squad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you could be talking to cops and finding out how to put that eyeliner on just right to to uh, um, make that bust. I, I think they'll have a makeup artist. Yeah, so yeah. go ahead, Paul. There's a film called uh, Half Moon Street, uh-huh. which is Sigourney Weaver and Michael Caine. Oh, yeah? And she's a, a professor of science or something, that, but she's not making much money, and she decides to be a hooker. Oh, yeah? And her character is a really high-priced hooker. Uh-huh. And I think in this case with Trin that I didn't write it that way. 
That's my laughing tapping. You're shaking <laughs> them, and they're nervous. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I didn't run it that way, but but funny enough, two or three weeks ago, I remembered that film, and um, I actually got a clip and sent it to Trin because she's not. She doesn't look like a hooker. Yeah. But that's. I think that's the essence of his character. The cop doesn't even wear makeup in normal Jesus. Yeah, but she'd be wearing makeup, and it's very important that she wears makeup in this film. Of course. Well, you're not going to be much of a hooker without makeup. Yeah. I mean, no offense to the hookers out there. I mean, I like the fresh look myself, but. Do you want me to hold that now? Especially those hookers from space. Yeah. Well, right. Let's let's not mention that right here, all right? But yeah, Trin, Trin, I worked with Trin on the Dead Men, which is a shoot we did. Yeah. And she, uh, I like the w- that you said the first thing you do is learn the lines because the lines will lead you to the character every time. Um, but I like Trin. Yeah, Trin okay. works a lot. I think that's why I chose her is because she works a lot like I do. Um, she memorizes the lines. She memorizes yeah. the lines, which for me on that shoot was difficult because I had like three days' notice. Ah, yeah. But God, I love those Laffy Tappies. <laughs> <coughs> We're all high on Laffy Tappies <laughs> over here. Laffy Tappies, <laughs> hookers, and TV but shows. But you see, now Trin has to go because she's got a 7 Bye, o'clock Trin. rehearsal. Bye, Trin. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank um, you for, for dropping by, Tim. Hey, nice you know, you. thank you so much. You're very welcome. It's, it's, it's very nice to have met you one time. See, I've got all these <laughs> friends on Facebook, and I've never had a chance to meet them all. And, and I'm well, now you have. I'm going to try to get them all on my show one at a time. Goodbye, Thank goodbye. you, Trin. Bye, Trin. Thank you, Trin. I can't wait okay, to see the film. Okay, where am I? Sure you want me, you you want me great, here? Uh, well, let's do I'll go send it. Okay, uh, now. Yes, hello. What inspired great. you to make the film? My name's Paul Inhorn, and yeah. I'm the writer-director. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that. Everybody, <laughs> Paul Inhorn, writer-director of Room 13. Uh, they could use a little cash to help them get through. Oh, and that's make right. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, great. I'm gonna, I'm Greg, gonna go. hold the mic closer to your mouth. I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'm going to go still here. You got that? You got yeah. that, Darren? There it is. Okay. Indiegogo. There it is. Indiegogo. Room 13. Uh, it's called Room 13. I'm coming back okay. to get some Laffy Taffy. And, uh, yeah, Laffy Taffy's good. I'll take that off there now. As for the first person to donate $1,000 to Room 13, it will get a full bag of Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Taffy. And yes. this marvelous tote bag, <laughs> the Room Thirteen tote bag. Laffy um, Taffy, <laughs> is that one of our? Is that one of your clients? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish Willy Wonka was one of my clients. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling me too. in the loot again. <coughs> I have no desire to interview a Wumpa Loompa. An Wumpa Loompa. Actually, I'd be perfectly fine. I like that Laffy Taffy. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Well, no, I don't even know what camera we're on let's, now. Let's discuss the inspiration for the film now. Mm-hmm. You're you're sitting there. I was shooting. Minding your own business. Okay, no, I was ahead. shooting Marigolds, the yeah. Divine Marigolds, which is currently in LA in um, uh, in competition with three thousand other um, Would pilots. Be films, yeah. Um, and I, for some reason, I was sitting there and I thought, what would happen if a if a, a war vet got caught up in a prostitute sting? Yeah. Um, his life had been so tragic and so interesting and so normal for a vet, really, uh, that... A war vet, yeah. He, yeah, he wanted to tell this woman his story. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I can give it away. Um, well, the it's quite the reason The reason he wants to see this woman is because he's seen her photo in the personals. Yeah. 
and what camera are we on here? Uh, either Darren? one will do, Paul. Yours? Okay. You're on both. Mine? Not the one next to you, the one that's crossing you. Uh, there you go. Hello. There you go. Um, well, it's not I wish I had the red a, light thing going. John to talk to his, his, his the well, the reason device. he's there and he tells her is because <coughs> he saw her photo. Yeah. And she looks like his dead wife's twin. Oh. She looks remarkably so much like his his wife that he just had to meet her. And and you know he's in his wife's hometown. Yeah. Um, is this fraternal twin or identical twin? Well. They're not twins, but she look, they were called the twins at one oh, stage okay. um, at school. That means they would have to so look somewhat alike. Then. Yeah, they look a bit alike, and that's why he wants to meet her, and that's why he gets caught up in this whole thing. And, yeah. and He doesn't know. Okay. So he tells, her the, he tells her the story of his life, which is interesting, and that's as far as I can go with plot line, because otherwise... You'd be giving it away. I'd be giving it away, yeah, wouldn't well, I? I don't want to do that. I, do, I certainly don't want to ruin the surprise ending. Yeah. But that's a nice uh, setup there. You got the you got the vet and you got three other people involved. In the other room the there's three cops. There's <coughs> there's two vets and a rookie cop. Uh-huh. Lean yeah. back. Darren's my voice is too loud. No, don't worry about <laughs> it. Your voice No, your is voice fine. is perfect. You were just crossing in front of Greg's camera. It's oh, was yeah. I oh, was I blocking your camera? It's Damn. okay, Paul. I kill I actors for that. If someone blocks my camera, I kill them. Paul, you're a lot better looking than I am, so I really don't mind, okay? I'd rather so have people looking at you than old me. <laughs> okay, in let's go. In the other room. Yeah. In the other room, there's um, three cops, two vets, uh, and one rookie cop. And they're listening in on the conversation? They've got them on monitor. They're watching. Oh, okay. Because so, uh, uh, basically, technically, once the money's on the table, that's it. The bust is done. The bust, they're busted. Yeah. Uh, in this case... Um, you got the vet who's he's already started yakking off. Yeah, yeah, but you know the three cops in the other room are having a, a kind of a debate as to whether they should bust him or not. Yeah, um, and <laughs> so we got drama in one room, an argument in the other, and, and really in the other room you've got what's basically comedy because <laughs> cops. Yeah, yeah, well you what's know what's funnier than cops? The rookie to cop. The rookie cop is kind of the foil. He's the he's the the dummy. He's the He's not the straight man, I can tell you now. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so there's a debate there. You know, we have an Arab, we have uh, uh, two American cops. Um, and well, he's not Arab, he's Syrian. So that makes him a, uh, that makes him a different, uh, yeah. makes different ilk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't possibly have written it with drama in room 13 and drama in 12. Yeah. Um, even though there's drama, there's always drama, but you know the interactions in twelve are lighter because of the yeah. because of the foil, because of Parker, who's a who just wants to you know arrest him, and that's yeah. all there is to it, and, and isn't interested in human stories at all. Uh, who does that remind me of? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an interesting idea. Uh, you came up and you worked it out. How many pages long? Is the, the, the story? Well, it's 17 now. So we're about, it's going to be about a 20-minute film then. Well, it, it really can't be. Otherwise, it's a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, hey, it, we're always looking for pilots. <laughs> yeah. the, well, there you go. It's, um, I think my main thrust of my main, my main um, desire with this film is to have people want to know what happens next. And I think that would, you know, that would be yeah. a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> I want to know what happens. Yeah. Well, 
First of all, the the the, the uh, veteran, the the cops are the cops, veterans of wars too. There's two vets in there. Yeah, not Which, just cop vets, but war vets war themselves. Vets. So they, yep. when they're listening to the guy talk, they could probably uh, uh, understand the guy. They, they're right into it. Um, yeah. Richard Carmen, who plays Roger, um, is who is a war vet. Is actually a war vet. And does that confuse you? No, no, no. Yeah, that's, he's that's actually a, that's he's a vet. Typecasting. And that's, yeah, he's I a vet, but he's a good actor. And, just like and Trin being a, a, both a cop and a <laughs> prostitute is almost typecasting too. Isn't it? Well, Trin's neither. Um, Trin, please forgive me. I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Trin, Trin is. Um, Trin's. You know, I don't know. Trin seems to have hit She's the boards running at the yeah. moment. Yeah. 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 Uh, she'll do the job pretty well. And, uh, I think so. She's and able to understand my withering uh, questions and my. Yeah, there there are a lot of good actors in. Um, where am I, Seattle? Oh, there's tons of good actors. That's you can't. And I I didn't audition the part, so all I did was. Um, it's a beautiful view here. We're looking out on Alki Beach. I wish you could see very, it. Very very beautiful scenery out here. Yeah. <coughs> I I it's cast I cast from my gut because I the world is our studio and the world stage. is our oyster. Except mm -hmm. we're too far away from the bar for a beer. You know that's what I wanted to do when I was making a, a movie I was working on was I wanted to cast how I felt and if I had if I would have probably had a successful film but instead I listened to somebody I shouldn't have. And I, the two people I cast that I didn't really want in the first place ended up causing me so much trouble that I... I, I that really can happen. Yeah, yeah, it can. You should, know, you should always trust your instincts. Prima Donna, like Prima Donna. There are, yes. There, yeah, there are a lot, as I said, there are a lot of good actors, and I didn't... I there didn't, are. I did not audition the film. Um, I cast sometimes to type because I'd worked with uh, Jason Peed on... I'd say hell yeah. ...on Rogue Saints. Yeah. And... and Jason has this kind of Matthew McConaughey thing going for him. Oh, yeah. He's got that really, okay. really great Matthew McConaughey smile. You know. Um, Is he the foil? Or he's the, the foil. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's so the foil. He's the, he's the goofy guy. <laughs> he's the goofy guy. And, and Greg Laproto um, delivers some, some really good stuff. And, okay. and he, is, he plays Ravi, who is uh, actually Syrian. Is that one of the cops or the... He's a cop. Okay. Yep. Um... Ernie Joseph plays Joseph, which is really, really freaky. He's a bit Freudian. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm who is the John? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why you have two veteran cops instead of just one. There must be some specific reason why you need to have the, the two cops that are, sort of, that are older and wiser. And have been well, you know, something. have a look at the police force. I think you'll find there's vets in them. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, of course. I mean, so Richard, Richard Carmen is an <coughs> older, older gentleman. Yeah. Probably my age, and so he would not be uh, uh, a Gulf War guy. <coughs> He'd yeah. be previous. He'd be Vietnam or Vietnam or something. Yeah. yeah, and you know they're different wars fought by different people. But yeah, I, think I, I missed Vietnam by about three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I missed I'm it in a lottery. We have a lottery in Australia for that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I've talked to a lot of vets over the last few months, and. Um, to, to help you with the yeah. script and stuff. Well, yeah. yeah, and you know, you listen and you hear things on radio which just seem to be opportune and they come up and they, you listen to the stories that they all have and they all have the same stories and they all have uh, the same um, restlessness, I think you'd call yeah, it. I talked to a guy in, um, I think Sacramento or yeah, down south and he's a, he's a war vet, he's a crippled war vet. Oh, and yeah. he... 
we we discussed it a bit, and he was kind of pleased that someone was actually trying to portray a vet um, and what what it's like to be and, and wanted to do it back back here. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, to be back. And then I've talked to uh, people like um, Rick Walters. Uh, he's another. He's a vet. He's been. Uh -huh. He's been there. And um, yeah. Oh, I'm so Life glad is not easy when <laughs> yeah, life isn't. It's it's it's, it's difficult it's, it for them, difficult. and and it's hard to sort of feel the essence of what it is that is so restless. There's no way I could know, and uh, that's okay. I don't really need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all fight our own wars, and. Yeah. Um, I'm fighting mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Room 13. Against that Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Anyone I'm who can survive the multiversal news comes away somehow scarred and shattered. I had to pick him up tonight because Greg's, <laughs> yes, my car broke down. Greg's car broke down and died. And I could be a really hard to get along with posts when I'm, I'm, I'm not settled with my, in my world. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I'll probably ask some uh, difficult questions like, Oh, Paul. <coughs> now, see, if you guys could see what I was looking at right now. Yes, we're getting a great view here on Alki Beach. I'm, I'm not looking. Well, I'm having some of this. Um, good. Stuff. I shouldn't be looking, but I am anyway. And You're allowed to. Yes. So what true. do you know that saying? If, um, if a man is alone in a forest and he says something, is he still wrong? <laughs> is this beast me because i'm so self-critical i can't <laughs> i don't believe anything i say anymore i don't need self-criticism oh you got a wife <laughs> oh i nailed it right i didn't say that <laughs> no my wife is wonderful sorry mrs inhorn i was just kidding i hope you'll forgive me I you hope will you'll excuse me for eating while i'm on the show but oh my god i love these things well you know uh are you planning on writing again in the future? Do you you got you got the writer's bug in you right now? You got any ideas that are floating up to the top of your mind uh, to work? I on? have ideas every day. Yeah. Um, I've got a script called Loveless. Really? Which is another love story. Ah, uh, yeah. Loveless. Very, very unconventional thing. It's a feature film. I guess I I could play the lead role in that one. Okay. Ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wa I wasn't looking for a job. I was just yeah. trying to make a cheap joke. <laughs> you are yeah. Loveless, you poor bastard. I am. Okay. Um, well, anyway. I'll yeah, Loveless it. is a feature yeah. film, and it's it's a kind of a, it's a, um, what do you call it? It's a dissertation on American society. Yeah. Are. How about dissertation? And, and oh, how, so how relationships can be sustained um, online. Yes, a lot of them are. And, you know, and why people um, commit infidelities. Yeah. And, um... Or, yeah. Why? Why? Well... <laughs> why? Well, because well, they do. Because sometimes you meet people um, and you fall in love. And, yeah. and yeah. your circumstances have nothing to do with it. You yeah. know? And you, if you're in love, you're in love. Yeah, we are. Um... And, and if you're in lust, you're in lust. Um, that's well. If, good you're, reason if you've cheap, got, if you're in love and lust, yeah, you know, a lot of relationships are based on lust. But yeah. if they're based on love, they're much more rewarding, I think. Uh, much they? more profound, yes. Yeah, um, like I'm being profound. Right I've now. had that happen. I haven't been loveless all my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I've had that kind of profound relationship. I, the profound relationships are so much better than just the lust-driven ones, of course. 
less frivolous. Well, I think we've got some attention outside. <laughs> Folks, we're, we're going to uh, interview someone. <laughs> we, we've got a, an open window here, and uh, we're, we're watching some of the people come by. Oh, come on over. Okay. I, well, come, we're trying to entice. We feel like, I've got the candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, little girl. we got taffy in here. Yeah. Well, I, 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 oh God! You better edit that bit out. <laughs> well, you know it's the one point when I had the headphones off. What'd you guys say? Uh, no, we were trying to entice. Uh, we were trying to get them into the into the van, and so then I he- I held up the candy, and um, oh geez. Yeah, <laughs> oh wow. Uh, uh, we might need to edit that out. Uh, I think there is no editing. This is live. Oh, it's live. Yeah. Oh, it's live. Yeah. Okay, we were joking. We were having a joke. We were having a joke. Yeah. Laffy Taffy. Well, let's talk more about okay. um, how do you plan to direct this film? What's your, going to be your directing style? Is it going to be a hands-on approach or are you going to be sort of like let the actors direct themselves a little bit? Or are you going to like um, tightly control how they're going to behave and how they're going to uh, act and, and stuff? <laughs> the Laffy Taffy's going. I, um, I know the actors. Yeah. And I know that they will give me what I want. We'll do, we'll do some rehearsals for blocking. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll shoot it in a conventional way, which is, you know, medium close-up reverses, the whole bit. Um, there's one dolly shot, uh-huh. which I'm not going to tell you about because it's really... Uh, that's the, the dancey part of the film. Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't ruin um, the surprise. The music, the mu- th- there's, there's very little orchestration, but what orchestration there is is, you know, uh, on static moments. Um, and I wrote... I've written the music myself. So oh yeah, um, and Catherine well, Grelish, <laughs> Gr- Catherine Grelish, Catherine. I'm sorry, I want to call you Grelish because I'm Australian. Yeah, um, Catherine's going to be recording the music and adding her bits to it. Okay. Um, and you know, so it's kind of like a complete. To me, I'll be directing it as a. I suppose a filmmaker, but not not an art maker. I want to make something that people want to watch. Yeah. And I don't want them walking out of the theater, which I often do, saying, "I got bored." What the hell was that? Yeah. And right. and why did they make that film? Yeah. For what what for what purpose did they just waste all that time and money? <sighs> that I'm sorry. That's the eternal question. No, I've I've Spokers often asked that question <laughs> myself. I, I can't tell I knew you that how one was many coming. Times I've I've looked at a movie and gone, why bother making this? This looks like crap. A dog vomited out and then licked up and spat out again. After I'm, it choked it. I'm out. with you. I'm totally with you. Excuse me. Well, I'm just trying to find a taffy in here. Yeah. Well, oh, we, we do our best to keep the uh, the truck supplied with all the taffy. But uh, they say that guy just didn't stop eating those laffy taffies. Yeah. Well, so directing it, directing yeah. is, you know, I've got a good DP, Ross Hotchkiss. Um, I've worked with him before, and okay. he, he he knows his mise en scene, if we want to use the real yeah. technical word. You just let him go and let <coughs> him do the work. And he knows what we're going for as far as uh, color yeah. of the rooms and everything. Um, actually, we are still looking for a motel because the uh, West Seattle Inn was sold. Oh. And um, the new uh, manager hasn't called me back. Oh. <laughs> it's now called The Grove. Uh-oh. <laughs> so if you're an investor in The Grove and you'd like to get some free promotion, just call us or email us. Absolutely right. Um, yeah. yeah. And also, we're looking for corporates. We need pizza okay. or burgers, okay. coffee or beer. 
Okay. Because the cops will be doing, they'll be eating burgers, they'll be eating beer. Pizza. No, they'll be drinking beer, eating burgers, eating pizza. So if you're a p- pizza company and you want your box there, just let me know. I'll, I'm, yeah. a s- I'm, I'm a slut when it comes to corporate placement. Oh, hell yeah. You know. Oh, hell yeah. And, and people should be interested in doing this, too. Yeah, I only want a few grand. That, that, that will live forever, you know? Well, I'm hoping it'll live forever. I mean, I think yeah. it will. I mean, we've got great crew. Um, everyone in Seattle wants to be on board, and I... Well, I, 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 I just, yeah. you know, I can't use everybody. Of course not. Not um, for, for we get five actors. That kind of limits the scope of... Uh, amount of involvement yeah and that. and y- i can't have a lot of people in that one room in that room 13 because it uh, you know the work that those two have to do as far as the drama is concerned yeah um i, I just don't want too many people hanging on the set but we've got a staging room which is room 12 so we'll yeah. shoot we'll shoot 13 which is ernie joseph and trin miller yeah. on a saturday and then we'll shoot externals on a saturday night uh-huh. uh, because I, we need dark and then we'll shoot uh, room twelve, which is the three cops, uh, on another in another room on the Sunday. Do, so you, do you know what a type of equipment you're going to be using? Or yeah, we're using a uh, a five a DSLR, um, and it's uh, it's a good camera. It's a good camera uh, for this work. Are you going to be doing simultaneous filming in room twelve and thirteen? No. Oh, no. You just told me that. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. we. Yeah, there's no reason to. For no reason. For to. all our for all our technical guys out here, um, what kind of equipment are you gonna be using? What are you shooting this on? DSLR, five. All right. Is that all right? Is that enough, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> that was Darren okay. Would, awesome. Darren would be a great consultant awesome. on equipment. Yeah. Um, we're we'll be using standard lighting techniques. My God. Oh, that's good. Um. The set, the set itself should be fairly pristine. I don't, we're not, we don't need to dress it a lot. Yeah. Um, room twelve, where the cops are, we're probably going to have to dress a bit because we want to. I want a long shot of, you know, two guys at a terminal and another guy sitting behind them. Do you mind me if I ask you a little bit more, a few more questions about the cops that are that are watching this? Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems like most of the action is going to be in room thirteen, but there's going to be a lot of give and take between bow, the, the bow, cops bow, and. and uh, <laughs> Thank you, Darren. In, in room 12. It's funky, <laughs> 70s style. <laughs> well, this is, this is uh, going to be more of a... Here we are. Sorry about that. Oh, is that upside down? It is. Yeah, well, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, Here we are. Indiegogo. Funding now. We have 18 days left. Please send me your money. Thank you. Yes, of course. <laughs> now, this is a film that's worthy to be uh, uh, produced. <coughs> and, you know, 20 bucks... That's all, that's all 15, you can give us 15, yeah, 25, money, 50. You know, a small amount would go, would go a long way if a lot of people do it. And You can be co-exec for a grand. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll sell the bloody film to you for two grand. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, well, I'll sell it. Um, going back to your question, the yeah. cops in the other room, um, I like them a lot. I really like those three cops because they make this—they make sense of the of the oh drama going in, in yeah. room thirteen. Especially the the veteran cops. Who are yeah, yeah. The 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 veteran cop, nothing phases him, and and Ravi, who's the Syrian, um, nothing really phases him except that yeah. he and Parker just don't 
get on. Oh, yeah. End of story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and it's been that way ever since they've been partners. Oh, I see. So um, they've had, had kind of an adversarial relationship. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Wow. And Parker's a, Parker's a gift. So it's most of the argument's going to be between those two guys then? Um, pretty much. Oh, okay. But, the, but they're both vets, so they both have a, a veteran's perspective. Well, they? no. Uh, Roger is a vet. Uh, Ravi is a vet. And Parker is the bookie. Oh, okay. So Parker and Ravi are the ones that are having this They're having this little conflict. And then yeah. you got the other guys kind of being sort uh, of Yeah, like he's just chilling. He's yeah. Just, he's, this he's, is what he does. You know. Yeah. He's a he's cop. He's been a cop. He's been in the, he's been in the army. Okay. And he nothing phases him. Not even his partners. Not <laughs> even his partners. No. No, definitely not. Hello. All right. Uh, well, um, so this sounds more like a psychological kind of drama. And it, it, it is. And it, it is psychological. And it has a um, lot to do with. Is there any involvement with PST, uh, PTSD? Uh, um. Yes. Yes. It's pretty well described in in. The story so that there's a lot of discussion. Yeah, um, okay. so see, the story is is an interesting one. Um, it's told from the perspective of a vet yeah. to a woman he doesn't know. Yeah, and of course, um, that's, the and that's, the, that's the beauty of it. That's, you know, I've heard a lot of uh, times that that uh, John will open up to his prostitute faster than he'll open up to his friends or to a a, a bartender even because yeah. the, the, there's that anonymity that that seems to protect them. Well, it is, feel safe. but it's, it's, he doesn't say I've got PTSD. No, he doesn't. He but doesn't he, need to, he does, he does display and describe what his life is like. Yeah. Which would lead you to believe that he, he's suffered greatly for his country. Folks, by the way, I'm waving to the uh, waves of fans out there on Alki Beach who are walking <laughs> by and waving back. So, uh, yeah, we, we are Just drawing a crowd here. <laughs> Just at the barbecue. Well, we got a lot of Paul Inhorn fans out there. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you. Well, Thank I'm you. one too. And I want to say there, Paul, there I is I one, and then there's two. And, and uh, right, it's great. Uh. Well, I, I want to say, Paul, it's really been great that you've helped out my show a lot. You got you helped me to get the Divine Marigolds on, and uh, you helped me to get some other people on the show that I really do appreciate, and you've been a big help to us in the past. So anything I can do to help, I'm more than willing to do it. Uh, well, give me your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that already belongs to ITV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much... Uh, Darren, are you in line first or me? I'm afraid <laughs> I've been in line oh, since the day he was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know as much as you've helped out with my show, I have to say Darren has helped This guy is incredible. Yeah, this guy, Darren Bruce. Darren Bruce, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yes. he's great. Well, yeah. I, I usually you. save the adulation for Labor Day. I have a Labor Day show. I usually uh, interview Darren to talk about the, 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 the uh, ITV and, 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 the, and the, the network and stuff. And uh, he's a great, great person to interview. I him. like the way that, that we have him to talk to when there's oh, no yeah. one, when there's nothing around and nobody to talk to. I like that, Darren. Uh, yeah, Darren is. You like, like me doing the, the um, oh, whole yeah. Price is Right? I'm in the booth thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's I got I gotta chime in from the from. Uh, I used to take part in the shows. He's my Ed McMahon. Yeah. Now yeah. we uh yeah, I'm sort of like the sidekick <laughs> of the shows. Well, that's good. I think you should be, because I, I think I, I think you're very effective. Thank you. I love you. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna go that you get all the laffy taffy you want whenever you come to <laughs> ITV. So much. I really, really am looking forward to that. Especially oh, the yeah. ones that have been sitting in the sun for so long you can't even peel a wrapper off. Oh, yeah. That well, is the nice. best. Well, 
not going to go that far, but I have to say I, I, I uh, admire you and respect you. How does that sound? Wow. Me or Darren? Both of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> which one do you admire and which one do you respect? <laughs> you must re respect Darren and admire me. No, then. I'm the one who's supposed <laughs> to ask the un uncomfortable questions around here. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what feverish dream uh, that caused this uh, uh, film to come to fruition? What was the first thought when you woke up when you were being inspired for this film? What just, what you ju just that. I was, I was pretty much asleep. Yeah. Um, waiting for the next shoot or the next scene and yeah. the next setup. When it has you in it. Yeah. Uh, and um, Will Chase was there, who's the production manager on this film. Who Will Chase! Will Chase. Yeah. Love yeah. Will Chase. Um, Aria Elf, previously known as the artist Aria Alexandra, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, is editing, and Catherine Grealish is writing. Grealish. Grealish. Um, who else is on it? I've mentioned Ross. Um, God, who haven't I mentioned? Uh... I don't know. Oh. I, I, I oh. have no idea. I anyway, don't know who's um, working for you. I just, I don't know. You know, like I once wrote, uh, once woke up with a whole song written in my head. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just um, love it when the brain does all the work. And yeah. And I just woke up and I thought, what would happen? What would happen in that case? You know, if, if he walked into a sting and his story was so engaging that the they didn't want to arrest him. Wow. You know, yeah. yeah. What if what if he talked? You know, because people meet under funny circumstances. What if, what if they, mm, you know, had a connection? What if he told this woman his story, and she decided uh, they they off, sort right? of you know got this connection that human yeah. beings get, where where there's an underlying feeling that you just met someone who is really important to you. Yeah, we can't bust this poor vet who's been all the way through all these troubles he just described to us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. Well, see, from, from, from Becky's <coughs> point of view, she's listening to his story, and the other room no longer exists, I think, in her mind. Um, the three cops are there to, to, to continue the storyline of the fact that this is a sting. Yeah. You know, and they're after Johns, and they just want to arrest me. You know, as I said, once the money's on the table, it's over. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I then it developed. I talked it over with Will Chase, and Will Chase, and I had a, f you know, he threw a few ideas at me, and I, I incorporated those, um, and I wrote it like two days later. It was yeah. finished, and then and then I've rewritten it after doing research into, um, what it's really like to be a vet. Yeah. You know, and what makes you angry. And, and what makes you restless? And you know, I, I can imagine. Um, it's a reverse of a story I, I heard about a racehorse, <coughs> which had spent its whole life in a stable. Yeah. Because you know this thing's worth a lot of money. Yeah. And then when it had broken down, they put it in a, a field or a paddock or what do you call them? A paddock. Uh, you know, it's a big green thing with fences around it. A pasture? A pasture, yeah, that's okay. right. We call them a paddock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and it, it right. didn't move. And it, n and it nearly starved to death. Wow. Because it didn't know what a pasture was. It had no idea where it was. So imagine if you, no get, you get the reverse of that. If grass, you, right? you, go to, you go to Afghanistan, you know, a big wild country. Um, 
which is really quite green in places, believe it or not. It's a bit, it looks yeah. a bit like well, especially down it's in, a bit in Kandahar, like Sicily. in the southern part of, Af of Afghanistan. It's actually rather well. Uh, this is he went to the Karangal Valley, which was kind of a bad place to be. Yeah. Um, I. But you know, imagine coming back from something where your life, where it was, is no longer there. Yeah. Your life stops when you get on that transport. And all the rules are different. And, and their the lives keep yeah. going. Yeah. And your life there is is so alien, and it's. I think it's a reverse the reverse of the racehorse story. You come back here and you try and fit into this, this life which is constricting and and restrictive and yeah. and and makes no sense because of what you've seen and where you've been. Now, I've yeah. been in the military before, but not served or seen any action. So I know what it's like to be in the military, but not. The insanity of war. That's that's a totally, well, totally, totally different matter. Well, it it the responsibility of portraying this correctly mm -hmm. struck me. Yeah. And that was that was when I started talking more to to vets and and listening more to NPR. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always go to NPR if <laughs> I want to. Get PS. Well, PTSD. I'm no, I'm normally you know I, I'm normally <laughs> on NPR. If I I I'm just get tired of the other stuff, and um, oh, the other stuff so you know like there's a responsibility for me if I'm writing a film about a vet who's who's lost his wife while he was overseas. Oh. And then has to come back and try and make a life here. Um, oh. I figured God. that it would be really good to to get it right. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's, um, the, that's the case of this character that's in the movie. Yeah, you've yeah, lost you know, and so that's part of the story. I just gave away oh, a plot line. Oh, hell. Um, so he's opening up to a Yeah, well, you know, prostitute it's, it's, yeah. it's a romance. It's a, it's a love story, believe it or not. It's not a sad story. It is a love story. Yeah, um, I, I can see it. Uh, it's a, it's you're, you're always still in love with people who have passed on. Yeah, but then when he meets, when he meets Becky, I think for the first time... Um, in a long time, twangs those strings. He has, him, yeah. he, he feels something that he has not felt for a long time, and yeah. I think, you know, hell, that's that's just a beautiful thing. This is really yeah. a fascinating film. He's a, he's trying to reconnect with his past, but unfortunately, you know what's <laughs> funny that that's he's about <laughs> to end up in, <laughs> in the county jail. <laughs> I think I, I for all the, his trouble. I put the <laughs> synopsis up on. Um, yeah, I did. I put the synopsis on Indiegogo last night. Oh, okay. <coughs> and he, he is actually in the town where his wife grew up. Because uh -huh. that's the end of the road for him. He just wanted yeah. to be, he wanted to walk the streets as she walked and be in her town. And would have been away with a streetwalker. Ha ha, just uh, <laughs> All right, I just want to get that So he's walking on the street. Yeah. Very good. I like it. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, gee, am I deep? Am I too deep? No, 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 no. You know, no, I think this, this show is a, a. I go deep sometimes on on when I do interviews. Well, and I, I got no problem with it. When I when I wrote Loveless, a lot of people said, "People don't talk like that." People, you know, like I, I know lovers when they whisper to each other. You know, they don't have they don't talk a lot. You know, you can get a whisper and uh, and it's I call it the, uh, it's a dance. Well, that's why um, I talk a lot. Yeah, well, no, you it's know, like I, I, yeah, that might explain a lot too, but never mind. I think partners talk a lot. Yes, they do. Um, husbands and wives talk a lot, especially but if sometimes they don't talk at all. Especially if they have some, if they have a uh, a relationship that goes beyond just the the ordinary. You know, I said some people 
you know, and sync so much. They're almost like two brains yeah. connected together. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, only the synapses. Uh, I, I just hope I got the depth correct and, and that, uh, that people watch the film and go, wow. I really well, believe that. I think there's, there's probably a lot of uh, veterans who will be able to relate to it. We'll see how it goes. You, d you never really know. I, I think it's a chick flick. You know, I really do. I think it's a chick flick. Really, if, if that is that's incorrect terminology, I'm One sorry. One prostitute, three cops, and a John. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, that's a pretty. That's kind of a stretch. Isn't that the flick. isn't that the name of a porno flick? <laughs> chick flick. One prostitute. <laughs> One prostitute, two cops, and a John. John. <laughs> <laughs> two Actually, cops. what now? Oh I know boy. what now. I know what's wrong with my marketing. I'm not pushing the prostitution angle well enough. Yeah, Here well we are. Look, Indiegogo, it's on now. It's called Room 13, and we're funding for another 18 days. And I really need your money. Yes. <sighs> Paul needs your money, and I need you to give it to him, because in order for me to achieve the uh, status of a Colbert bump, I need to have you guys go out there and shove that money onto Paul so I can tell other people, yes, I can give you the line Weber uh, something. That yeah. That thing. Seal of approval. How much time we got? About five Two minutes. minutes. Two, minutes. Two minutes. I want to tell you a story. Go Can Paul. I tell you a story? Please. Uh, I used to write stand-up comedy. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was and, a joke. I well, you know, it's an Australian joke because, you know, like in Australia, when when you put your, your what you, a wheelie bin, you know, a bin with wheels? Yeah. When you put it out on the curb... You, you call them curbs, don't you? Yeah. When you put it out on the curb, you know, it's terminology. Um, if you don't, f if it's not close enough, or it, or or too close, or it's turned the wrong way, they won't pick it up. Ah, I All see. Right? But they will get out of the truck, okay. Put a sticker on it, and tick the correct box. Okay. Right. So there's five minutes longer than just turning around, throwing it in the trash. But one of the one of the little things that they tick. It says your your bin was offensive. <laughs> I always thought, you know, like, well, what did it do? Did it swear at you? Did it piss on the side of your car? Did it, you know, what did it do? It doesn't take much it to offend a cop. Come on. You know, if, you're gonna, <laughs> if, you, if it's offensive and they don't want to pick up your trash, well, you know, they'll at least need to explain what it did to them that, that was uh, so offensive. Anyway, that was my stand-up comedy, and that's why no, I'm that not writing comedy that anymore. That, that's, that's, that's very good. Uh, and, then we'll, and we'll have to end the show because I think that uh, if we were to continue this show past that joke, we would probably start to offend some people out there yeah, too. Would we? I don't know, Darren. Yeah, it's time for I don't know. Well, all good things must come to an end. Is that Actually, Owen? The, here. I'll, let's uh, explain things this way. If okay. I were on 24 hours a day, people would get tired of me. If I keep it nice and short to an hour, people like it. I love you. And they'll want more later. Totally. Especially if you're on the show, Paul. I, can't I love you, too. Today. Thank yes, you, Paul. It's a pleasure. All right. Well, thank you very much. This has been the Multiversal News. Come back next week, and we'll have more of some of the greatest talent here in Seattle, much like Paul here. And uh, we will uh, show more of what uh, is happening in this wonderful indie filmmaking environment here in the Seattle area. Plus, maybe we'll have some scientists on, too. All right, Darren, go ahead and credit us out. Thanks, Darren. <laughs>